The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, after six months as the sponsor of the EP Podcast, the first National Bank of Evergreen Park says, this is working so well, let's sign another contract so the sponsor is staying. I'm happy about that. And why not? The EP Podcast is rocking these days. So I just got the uh, the word from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, actually from Wintrust, their parent company, that they're so pleased with the results that they're going to be continuing to hang out with us here on the EP Podcast. And we thank them for providing for uh, the show. First National Bank of Evergreen Park knows now that saving money is more important than ever. That's why they offer a number of great savings accounts and tools to meet your needs. Whether you're looking for a first savings account for your child's certificate of deposit or a money market account, First National Bank of Evergreen Park has the right savings solutions for you. To learn more, make an appointment with a banker at bankevergreenpark.com slash EPPod, member FDIC. Reed Nuttall is in here tonight at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar, my basement here in Evergreen Park. He's the owner of Cool Clouds, himself and his wife, Bridget. They're located here in the EP, and they have a product that they've started a completely different company around, and they're taking it worldwide. And we will talk about that on this show. Dr. David Beckman on the program, local Evergreen Park doctor. He's been our go-to guy for COVID facts. He is going to sort through all the hype, the worry, the fears, tell you what you need to be concerned about, tell you what you need to relax about. Hannah Beth down here at my nine foot homemade oak bar. Let's get this show started. 30 minutes of good. That is the EP podcast. And why don't we hand out some prizes? Hello, is this your car out here? The red one? Yes, it is. Oh, my name is Chris Lanuti, and uh, you just won with the EP podcast for having the car ah. magnet. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I almost didn't see it. That thing's faded. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been there for, forever. <laughs> What's your name? Helen. Helen. Well, Helen, I have a $25 gift certificate for Durbin's. Well, they just cleaned cool. up Durbin's. They got all new, brand new stuff in there, new kitchen, everything like that. And then I got a free pizza for you as well from Durbin's. You have just made my day. So we're going to give you that. And this I also brought awesome. you, I also gave you a new magnet because the one that you have on the back of the car is so faded that I could barely recognize it. I, I, had, to, think... I had to drive by your car twice. No, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's been on the car, and actually I have them on both of them, so great. This is awesome. You're obviously a long-time listener to have that thing worn down in the back of the car. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I really appreciate you listening, and I, and I hope you enjoy that. This is cool. Thank you so much. You've made my day, and I'm going to go put it on there right now. The EP Podcast, very excited to be working with Durbin's of Evergreen Park, 10240 South Kedzie Avenue, right near 103rd and Kedzie. Look, I used to stop in that place before I even moved into the EP. Back when I was a youth, my dad and I, driving back from White Sox games, he would say, let's stop in that at Durbin's. I walked in there the other day, completely different place. It's a family joint Durbin's. They've got a few places around the South Side for the last couple of years hasn't exactly been overseen by the family. 
They've moved back in. They've got a new roof. They've got a new kitchen. The walls are brand new. You name it, it's new inside of Durbin's right now. They got a big giant tent out front as well. And for the next few weeks, make sure you have that EP podcast car magnet on the back of your vehicle. I have more from Durbin's to give to you. Get that magnet online at theeppodcast.com or stop by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, 95th and Pulaski, that iconic building. Go through the drive through walk inside. It's free. Just ask for it. Get your EP podcast car magnet. I love starting the show off on a high note. Now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Creaky Bone Balm. Great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain, and even skin ailments like burns and dry, cracked skin. And right now, use the promo code EPPOD for 20% off your order at creakybone.com. There is still time to get in on the family turkey shoot. Saturday, November the 21st at the Activity Center here in Evergreen Park, 3220 West 98th Street. A kid and a parent or guardian shooting free throws, trying to win a big old turkey. For more information, call Paisha Allen, 708-229-3377. The Wine and Sip Paint Night coming up here in Evergreen Park Thursday, December the 3rd from 6 to 9 p.m. Make your reservation at the Community Center right now, 3450 West 97th Street. The Evergreen Park Library presents Fleetwood Mac, The Chain Broken. This Thursday, November 19th at 6.30 p.m. It's a simulcast on Zoom, but also 25 people can walk into the library. You ever been to Mick Fleetwood's bar in Hawaii? It's all pictures of Mick Fleetwood. Tell me that guy doesn't have an ego. That's your word on the street. The EP Podcast rolls on. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com. An Irish pub created by two neighborhood families right here in Evergreen Park nestled on the quiet little street called 99th. And it has quickly become a Southside tradition. I'm talking about Porter Cullen's. Voted the best Irish pub the last four years by the Chicago Tribune. Their menu is filled with unique and inspired takes on traditional Irish and American classics that are sure to satisfy all your taste and cravings. And Porter Cullen's is ready to serve you now more than ever with a spacious, comfortable, outdoor heated tent where you might even be able to catch some live music. They're prepared to serve you there along with carryout and now free delivery. And that includes to-go drinks. Stop by or give them a call now, 708-907-5558. Located at 3541 West 99th Street in Evergreen Park. Learn more at portercullens.com. Dr. Beckman, are you on the line with me right now? Hello, yes. Doc, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. First of all, you're a doctor, you deal in science, you deal in medicine. Uh, but I, I know people... <laughs> We do generally. Yeah, that's what they, yeah. generally that's what doctors do. Yeah. I mean, not all of them it yeah. seems to stay, but but generally <laughs> that's what they do. You you uh, you're, you're located here in Evergreen Park, Family First Medical Group, over at around 97th and Western. So much going on. You're my COVID expert, man. I mean, I had to I had to reach out to you this week. A crazy story. And Hannah, I don't know if you know about it, but Dominic, my 12 year old, he gets sick. He goes to his doctor. Doctor tells him. We think you have a virus. In fact, we're sure you have a virus. 
But which one? <laughs> but we don't know if it's COVID or not. And his mother goes, well, then can you test him for COVID? And they go, well, we only do that if he has a fever. Well, he doesn't have a fever. So does that mean he doesn't have COVID? Well, not necessarily. So what do we do to send him back to school? Well, you got to find a COVID test. And it was just like the most frustrating thing in the world. And I, of course, reached out to my friend here who's been on the show several times and you were able to give him a COVID test. He tested negative. It was very easy. We did the drive up thing. We pulled up. He got swabbed. Uh, he was very nervous about it. He was sitting around telling me, like, is this going to hurt? I'm like, nah, I'm just going to put a stick up your nose. You'll be fine. You're a hockey player. <laughs> You've been punched that, in the face before. It's super long, isn't it? It goes you know up what? to your brain. I've heard these horrible stories how people put the stick up to your brain. Yeah, that's what my mom my told me. My 12 year old said those people are whiners because it's not that bad. And he was nervous <laughs> beforehand. But I appreciate you having him doing it. It was, it was a quick result. Now, that's the more instant test than the blood test, but you you like that test, if I remember right, because you think it gives good results. Yeah, um, so so it kind of it depends. So the rapid test is the antigen test, and that's a test where if you're having symptoms, it's an accurate test, or if you had an exposure within um, a five-day period, so at least, at least three days after an exposure, the test can be pretty, uh, pretty accurate. It's not that great of a test if you had an exposure um, like a day before and you think, oh, well, I need to go and get tested to test negative. It's too early to do a rapid antigen test. But the, uh, the PCR test, that's usually the, the deeper brain tickling one. Um, and, and, I, and actually, Actually, side note, the my brain my tickling test. It sounds like my, something out of a sci-fi movie. You, you know what's funny? My eight-year-old, um, he he actually was not feeling well uh, uh, earlier in the week, and so uh, he he had to get tested. And uh, and he he said, like unprovoked, he said, "Are you? Is it going to be the test that touches the brain?" And I'm like, "Where where did you get that?" <laughs> Where did you hear about Listen, that? And these said, kids, these <laughs> kids, they know so much. I yeah. have my five-year-old. I think I told the story in the last uh, episode. He, he told some poor old lady who gave him Halloween candy that he was sorry that his mask slipped off for a second. And she goes, that's okay. And he goes, but you're old. And if I have COVID, you'll die. <laughs> and he's right. five wearing his train yeah. costume. And as he walks away, she goes, you have a good day, honey. And he goes, good luck not dying. Like that oh was an actual God. conversation between an elderly woman in our neighborhood here at Evergreen Park and my five-year-old waddling away in a train. <laughs> These yeah. kids are picking up what's going on, which is incredible. So, so I also feel like the kids, the kids don't get mixed up in in the craziness and the. Uh, it, I'm going to tell you right now. I can turn on one mainstream media station that will sit there and tell me that everybody is completely safe and this is all a hoax and don't worry about it. And I turn on another one that tells me if you breathe air, you're going to die. And, and and that's why yeah. I have you on all the time because right now there's starting to become another panic, this idea that yes. we need to close everything down. So I yeah. want to ask you a guy that takes a bunch of tests. And this is why I come to you for these things because I am not a doctor and you are a doctor. And we met before yeah. this whole thing started and you and I have had other conversations about other things that are going on medically and what's going on in the world. And I, I've come to trust your judgment to the point where now I have my kid. I, I put him in your care when I need to go get a test. And I'm curious what you think about this, because I have the belief looking at the fact that my kids, he gets the sniffles and he's got to get a test before he goes back to school. 
That there's far more people being tested right now, which means those people we were missing six months ago were actually seeing. And so is it as bad as right now you're seeing in the press or are we in such dire straits that you think we need to shut everything down for a while? Um, Well, so, so there, there is some truth to the fact that, I mean, we're absolutely doing way more testing now than we did at any other point, especially in April and May. Um, so, so yes, you are picking up a lot more people. Um, you're also picking up, uh, patients who, who basically want to go and get together with family and they're doing a test because they want to make sure that they're safe. And some of those people wind up being positive and asymptomatic. Um, and so those are patients that get added to the numbers as well. So you're getting people that aren't even sick and they show up because they got to get together with somebody or like, give me a test because I got to tell grandma I'm safe. And then you're like, guess what? You're not safe. Yes, that, that happens. And then the other thing that happens is there, there's still some, uh, employers that will, um, that will actually require a patient who, uh, tested positive initially to get a negative test, sometimes two negative tests to go back to work. But the problem is that some of these tests can remain positive for 12 weeks. So uh, we have, we've had some patients who've literally had a COVID positive test three or four times in the span of a month. And uh, those don't get sifted out. Um, and so those are also numbers that are being that are contributing to the overall positive. So you're saying that when you when you test somebody and they're told they have to keep getting a test and they still are holding on to the virus, that isn't being counted as just one that's being counted sometimes as three or four positive yes. tests. Yes. How definitely. often does that how often does that happen? Because like that that right there, like the immediate thing is somebody would sit there and say, well then the numbers aren't true and I don't need to worry. But I mean, is that a normal thing that happens? Is that an outlier? How would you categorize that? Though it's not, it's not a, a huge number of patients, um, but uh, and, and actually, what we end up having to do is telling the patient to stop getting tested, and to and we I'm end sorry, up I didn't writing. I laugh there, but that was funny. Like, stop getting tested if you're tested too many times. <laughs> I mean, if you can't yeah. laugh about that, doc, what can you laugh about? <laughs> <laughs> and we and we have to write a we have to write a letter. I've I've actually had to have some conversations with. Uh, employers telling them, explaining to them why their employee is safe to return to work and doesn't need to continue to do uh, do testing. So, but that's that's one side. The flip side of it is we definitely are seeing an increase in hospitalizations. So that that is something that's a little bit concerning. We're we're actually not seeing a huge surge in ICU beds, which is interesting because early on in the pandemic, there were there were huge numbers of ICU patients. Now we're seeing uh, a, definitely an uptick in patients that are hospitalized, but not a whole lot of ICU use and not a whole lot of ventilator use, mainly because we've revised the way we've uh, thought about approaching patients with, with COVID and not intubating them early and not putting them on, on a ventilator early. So there, there are some definite uh, concerning signs in terms of the number of cases that are, that are going up. Now, again, if you look at the World Health Organization recommendations, they're recommending not doing large-scale lockdowns. And if you look at Europe, they've 
I mean, in the beginning of the pandemic, we were told how well Europe had handled COVID. And then they went ahead and had a massive outbreak where their uh, number of cases per 100,000 patients was significantly higher than the U.S. So we have cases that uh, have just exploded all over the world. Um, does that mean that we have to indiscriminately lock down? I mean, that, that kind of gets into more a philosophy of uh, what you think about um, basic, uh, basic uh, freedom and patients and people's ability to make decisions that are responsible for themselves. And that gets a little bit more nuanced, but my concern is that, you know, the, and we've talked about this before, Chris, the long-term effects of massive lockdowns inevitably will create big job loss, which we know worsens health outcomes um, across the board. And in particular, um, it, uh, it, it tends to affect poor communities and it tends to affect um, minority communities worse by, by doing these large-scale uh, lockdowns. So uh, I don't think that that is the answer. Um, I think, I, unfortunately, we're using these, these big tools to uh, respond to the pandemic exactly as we had in the beginning. And uh, from all available evidence, that does not seem to be the best way. So when you're saying that there's, more, there's the hospitalization uptick is happening, but you're not seeing the ICU uptick, is that because there are therapeutic treatments that are actually making the survival rate better? Or is that a narrative that's just being pushed that I'm falling for? Because I'm a hopeful person. Like, let's be honest. I'm hopeful. I saw the vaccine coming out. I saw the new FDA approval of this experimental drug this week. I said, you know what? I always said once the election was over, all these good things are going to happen one way or another. <laughs> I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I don't care if it has anything to do with politics or not. I'm just happy that it was a good week if you're a COVID watcher. You're like, you got you got, you got got a, a vaccine. It's got a 90% uh, uh uh, effectiveness rate. You've got a, mm -hmm. you've got a therapeutic, another therapeutic that got approved by the FDA. Are there things that are fighting this better? Is this, is this not as scary as it was six months ago? Even if it's still scary, is it less scary? I think so. I think it's, it, it is less scary. There, there is the, you have to remember one of the biggest drivers of fear is the unknown. And there was a lot that was unknown early on. And now that that has uh, there, there's been a lot more that that we know about how to treat this. There have been some treatments that seem to uh, work, not a hundred percent of the time, but seem to to show some some positive effects. And and I think those are those are certainly some of the the reasons why we're we're not seeing so many ICU patients. I also think that. Um, we're not jumping the gun and putting patients immediately in the ICU on a ventilator who are having trouble breathing. Uh, you're using a, uh, a positive airway pressure that's not actually giving them, uh, not actually putting them on, on a ventilator. You're uh, giving them some therapeutics, some of the antivirals, and then the um, the immunomodulating medication, sometimes the convalescent plasma, what, what seems to be kind of the, the way that 
patients are approached as it's kind of a cocktail of a number of different things that tend to uh, tend to help. So I think that's uh, that's kind of what we're what we're seeing here, and why we're not seeing the huge uh, ICU spike right now. That I mean that could that could change, but we've seen kind of a sustained increase in hospitalizations over the last couple of weeks. Dr. David Beckman is a family first medical group. He's a good dude. I love talking to him. Um, uh, he gives it to you straight. Uh, he forces me to not edit his stuff. Like when we do the live show, I will try to take the best of an interview. I can't cut anything you give me because I'm like, <laughs> if I cut this out, people might not get the point because you're so even keel that you're not pushing an agenda on one side or another, you're actually just telling people facts. And I really appreciate that about you because, and that's what forces me to spread it out. So, I mean, if somebody listens to this on demand there, they need the, they need to know that there are other parts of the interview that are out there. They got to go back and find them because <laughs> I have to spread you out. That's how good it is, doc. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And let me just, uh, one, one quick plug. I want to say that you know, you should, everyone should get their routine, regular care with their doctor, whether, whether it's with us, whether you have your own primary care doctor, but vaccines, routine vaccines for children, cancer screenings, diabetes, cholesterol screenings. These are all things that people have put off, um, for many, many months and it's not good. Um, so your audience should not be afraid most of most offices I know ours are taking precautions to get patients in to get their routine care definitely uh, you should do that well I want to make an announcement right now if the doctor will have me I'm totally switching doctors and coming over to him I've been telling my wife that now for the last couple times I'm like why am I not going to this guy I like enjoy talking to him so much I gotta start going to him and having him take care of me so uh, you're gonna get to see my cholesterol level and God help you have to look at that number <laughs> You know how much Halloween candy I've been eating lately? It's going to be terrible. <laughs> we, we are happy to see you. <laughs> My wife found something on market day. They're Krabby Cakes. It's just like it's Krabby Patties. It's like I'm eating the same thing that SpongeBob eats, but they're in my refrigerator. I'm a dead man walking, Doc. I got. I need your help desperately. Dr. David Beckman, Family First Medical Group. Uh, he's over on 97th and Western. He's a, your local doctor here in Evergreen Park, and thank you very much for joining us, sir. Thank you very much. Take care. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local country financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Reed Nuttall is sitting with us here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, and he has launched another company. I mean, are you scared when you launch another company? You already have Cool Clouds. It's successful. Um, yeah, I know you had the rough times with the coronavirus, but you still have a great shop here in Evergreen Park on 95th Street. And then you go, I'm going to start Creaky Bones. Why did you decide to do that? So this actually isn't that new. Like this isn't that new of a company. We've been making uh, CBD products since 2018. 
Um, we initially were just in our stores and then we expanded out from there. We're really just now expanding onto internet sales and really going after it. Um, when I first started doing making the CBD stuff, it was mostly for personal use. And then people got it and now everyone loves it. So they just, it keeps growing kind of naturally. Um, but it's always scary when you're opening something new, you know, it takes a lot of time. Obviously you took a big dive when you were starting the podcast. Yeah. My wife was ready to divorce me if this didn't work. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> she was like, you're going to do what? You're going to walk away from a government job being a 911 dispatcher with Cook County. And you're going to do a, like, trust me, we're lucky we're still married at this moment. I assume it was very, very similar conversation that I had when I was like, so I'm going to leave this good job I have and we're going to start selling vape products and help people quit smoking cigarettes. Um, it, you got to do what you love sometimes, man. I, and I'm glad she loves yeah. me because I know yeah. I know I should have been out on the curb a few times. So. Like my husband said, hey, I'm going to stop teaching in the public schools and I'm going to teach guitar. He started his own uh, music business <laughs> and it's working like, well. What? It worked out. Working so well. Take the chance, people. You got to do it sometimes. All right. So you, you start this thing. And like I always talk to guys who are brewers with craft beer. It's like the one business I probably have met more brewery guys more guys in that have their own brewery than any other business with my podcasting i've come across more breweries that and the fact that i i drink a lot of beer so that's why i've come across them is it flooded are there are there a lot of cbd bombs out there or do you feel like you you've got a great product and you're, you're going to be able to compete nationally so there there are a lot of cbd products out there um one of the big reasons we started making our own was we just we need, wanted to make sure we were having good products um unfortunately in any new space there's going to be a lot of people that enter it not all of them are going to take the time to make a product that, that's actually worth buying um it was real big when we first started bringing cbd into the store and we were testing the products how many products weren't what they claimed to be um, it's gotten a little bit better, but it's still not a great spot there. Um, I've, I'm super confident in Creaky Bone. We're already in a bunch of stores. Um, everyone that gets their hands on it is coming back for more. So you, you, you can't ask for more than that. You... Before I ask Hannah how it's worked on her wrist, let me ask you this question. How does it work? Because to me, you're putting a cream on. Is it just the CBD that you're drawing from the hemp leaf? relaxes the muscle is it a numbing of it is it actually healing it does what it soak into your what ex how exactly does the it work because you are always going to have this negative connotation because now even though even though weed is legal now in the state of illinois even though most of us have tried it at some point there are plenty that have not in fact the fact that i said most of us have tried it at some point somebody just yelled at their at their speaker and said i never did it you know i mean like that, that just happened okay and and so, my mother's very mad at me right now because she just found that out, but I, I tried it. So, so how does it work? And is it some, if, if somebody who's like, what I want to know is I want to ask the question for the person out there that's never tried a hemp based product, never tried something that's marijuana based, CBD based, any kind of product like that, who, who, who lumps them all in together, even though I know that it's not lumped in together from talking to you. And I want you to kind of explain how it works and explain to them why they should try this. So essentially, there, like you know, everyone has a nervous system that you're comfortable with. You understand what yes. your nervous system is. Yes. So there's also an endocan an endocannabinoid system that pretty much layers on top of that. That interacts with your nervous system, but is a separate thing. 
and uh, absorbs a different chemicals than, you know, there's a lot of different systems in your body. So essentially, w the endocannabinoid system works on a lot of things like inflammation, um, stress, muscle tension. It doesn't react the same way as the nervous system does, but it's a, a similar kind of setup. Um, so if you're a, a new, if you've never used a hemp product before, you really need to think of it as, you know, the, what the hemp products do is they they work and it, when those receptors get full they do work a little bit as a numbing but not in the same way you would think of as an opiate it just um the one of the white papers i read it shows more of as a block right as something hitting that nerve that ending so hannah you you enjoy cbd products i do I, I, that's why i i like the fact that you were gonna be here while reed was here and because I told him, I said, I've never used a CBD product, but I know you've done it before. Yes, I've used the tincture, the liquid where you put it under your tongue. I've done that for anxiety. That really, really does work. This is the first time I've used anything topically. So, so how does it feel? Because we put this on 10 minutes in the show and we got 10 minutes well, left. I, mean, I, wasn't, I didn't walk in here with like any kind of pain. Right. So, but do you, did you feel anything? Did you feel like a little bit of like, you know, like a. It feels fine. It feels good. It, she's shaking yeah. her wrist and she's like, yeah, yeah, it feels good. So I just chose my right wrist because that's the one I'm, that's I'm cracking get, all the that's time. That's where you crack it all so the time and it feels really solid. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Is this something, I mean, I would think this is something that would probably work well for you. Like I always have to put icy hot on when I have a bad back and I'm thinking to myself like some creaky bone like that, that might be the next thing I try because the icy hot seems to wear off very quickly for me and I'm looking for something that maybe... I can get a better reaction for the back for. And that's where CBD is a great product because it, it does have a little bit longer uptake time, but you're also going to get a much longer relief time. And instead of just masking the issues, you are starting to work on actually removing some of the inflammation in your back. That is why your back is hurting. Right, so not only masking it, but it's removing inflammation. You're, you're working that's, on the problem. That's awesome. And one of the big things with, with CBD products that I always have to explain to people, and it takes it's hard to exp understand unless you've done it. For most people, CBD just makes you, like, if your arm hurts, your arm just doesn't hurt. It doesn't feel, like, great. You're just not hurting anymore. It's a very small change, but for some people, um, but it's that change that allows you to get up and start living your life. Mm -hmm. And since there isn't any psychoactive effect to it, right. you know, if your hand hurt and now your hand just doesn't hurt, you're not going to think about it that much, but your hand's in a lot better shape and you're actually up doing things. Um, how do I do, uh, how do I get some creaky bone bomb like how do I, how do i go try the product if i want to so we're since i put my money where my mouth is we're actually giving it away for free on our website mm. it's, you're giving uh, it away for free we are you're the worst businessman ever and i keep Art, sticking around <laughs> and i just keep sticking around uh so it's i'm ordering some for crying out loud you should it's uh it's it's creakybone.com creakybone.com um, there's a sample pack button on there. You can click it. Use the code freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E. I had I misspelled it earlier and Bridget yelled at me. So it's B-I-E. Um, and we'll just ship you. You can pick from one of our three cents and we'll we'll mail it to you and you'll get a little sample pack and you can try it for yourself. 
If you own a business, Evergreen Park's own Elite Benefits of America wants to remind you that health insurance open enrollments are either happening now or coming very quickly. And this is the time to review and implement a health care plan to make or keep you as the employer of choice. Deadlines for open enrollment range between November 1st and January 1st. Get ahead of the curve. The Small Business Special Enrollment Period, part of the Affordable Care Act, now allows employers with 49 employees and under to offer health benefits without contributing a dime to the employee plan. Help your employees save money on taxes with health insurance they're already paying for with their hard-earned dollars. Butch Zemar from Elite Benefits of America wants you to reach out to him today. Visit EliteBenefits.net or call 708-535-3006. So anyway, Reed, great time. Uh, you know, I, I I just poured myself another bourbon. That commercial gave me an opportunity to have my wife throw an ice in the glass, and she sits back there, and God bless her. She had a rough day today because her, her grandfather mm-hmm. passed away, and, uh, you know, his name was... You know, I used to always tell, it doesn't work, I don't think, as well in podcasting, but I remember when I was on the radio that one of the things that I learned was that radio waves go on forever. So whenever somebody I cared about died, I would always say it on the radio because it would carry out into space forever, which is like a real thing. So like, you know, I always did that kind of thing. So I I don't know if this will ever get broadcasted out into the world, but maybe the fact that you are all listening to it, maybe an alien race one day will learn about Harry Prager who passed away today. And uh, he was my my wife's grandfather and uh, a good dude who I, I met late in life. He was that guy that sits on his porch and yells at the uh, the young kids that dry, ride by. Like he he was always in like his undershirt and a pair of uh, pants, and that's that's it. He sat in his rocking chair near the front of the wall in McMechan, West Virginia, which is a tiny little town along the Ohio River. And McMechan is right near where uh, I want to do all the history right, but it's right near the prison that Charles Manson was put in for a while. And it was later featured in the MTV show Fear, where they made people stay overnight in this scary prison. And it's right there. It's right around there is where it is. It's I mean, like when you go down there, remember when I met my wife and I went down there for the first time, I was like, wow, I'm really crossing the Mason Dixon line. Like this is (laughs) this is just what you see in the movies. And it's it's they're so it's just a simple place to live. The river's rolling by right next to them. It's a tiny little town. And here's this man who would just go out on his porch all day long and talk to the neighbors. And it, just a nice dude. I don't know anything about him since I, I met him when he was old. But in the time that I knew him, just a good dude. Uh, hats off to, to Harry Prager and Godspeed. I appreciate you listening to the EP podcast each and every week. Remember, we are out every Monday, 30 minutes of good. Friday with the weekend update and normally on Thursdays we are live although we will be taking the next couple weeks off I have a kid with a birthday this Thursday and I never work on their birthdays and the next Thursday is Thanksgiving so you're going to get the on-demand shows for the next couple of weeks but no live show for the next few make sure you have the EP podcast car magnet on the back of your car the eppodcast.com get it there for free or go to the first national bank of evergreen park My thanks to Dr. David Beckman, Reed Nuttall from Cool Clouds and CreakyBone.com. Remember, the world is not as scary as they want you to believe it is. 
Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Take care of your fellow man. This is the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the EPPodcast.com. Have a great week. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Launcher. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.